0: Welcome to StockInvest.us podcast. StockInvest.us is a research service that provides financial data and technical analysis of stocks. All users should speak with their financial advisor before buying or selling any securities. Users should not base their investment decision upon StockInvest.us. References to any specific securities do not constitute an offer to buy or sell the securities. By using this information, you agree and are held liable for your own investment decisions. For more information, please visit stockinvest.us. Hi and welcome to stockinvest.us podcast for week 16. This is the week where we finally will get some answer. Are we heading for a correction or are we heading for a rally? I don't think it will be anything in between. I think it will be either. You're listening to Jim. Uh, I hold these podcasts every Monday, trying to give a little bit uh, insight in what I expect markets to do, how they will behave. Last week I said I thought it would be a good week. NASDAQ only managed 1%, but it's still 1% green. Uh, I uh, refer to some of the major stocks, give a technical analysis, because if you know a little bit about what to expect from Apple, for instance, you can tell a little bit more about the market in general. At the very end, I give a short insight into my portfolio, live actual trading, and uh, this week we will see uh, some changes in my portfolio. It was a bad week for the high-risk penny stocks last week. Didn't pay off at all. And we will start uh, simply with uh, a little chat around penny stocks because I know many of you are into Sumerica, Diffusion Pharmaceuticals, which I follow a lot. Uh, and other penny stocks, and they did not have a week, good week at all. They were falling quite hard despite Nasdaq, as I said, going uh, just a little bit more than 1% in the green. So where did all the money go? Did it go out on the market? No. They went into big companies like Apple, uh, Microsoft. These big tech companies um, got good gains last week. So that were where the money was flowing. In addition, they were, of course, flowing some into the crypto market we know. Had a very good uh, uh, end, uh, even start and end of last week, but uh, during weekend, uh, a little change in the crypto market. Uh, for instance, uh, Bitcoin fell. Yesterday, I think it was fell some five, six, seven percent uh, after being almost at sixty five thousand dollars last week. For those who listen to me, you know that I had a target for Bitcoin to hit seventy thousand. I have been uh, Expecting that a few weeks already, uh, last week, early in the week, it hit 64,800 about, uh, but then fell back. It was not able to push all the way up to 70,000. The question is, will then uh, will this mean that the fund is over for Bitcoin for this time, or will it continue upwards? We will get back to that very shortly um, in, when we analyzed major companies and uh, Bitcoin as well. But for the week ahead of us, what uh, can we expect? Well, it's a good exercise looking at the week that we just left. Look for some clues, look for what happened. Uh, We know, as I said, that uh, Nasdaq gained uh, just above 1%. I told you uh, very early on that this 14,000 level is very critical. And if Nasdaq managed to establish above 14,000, because 14,000 was the previous high, if it managed to establish above 14,000, we can head into a rally. Nasdaq tried several times last week uh, to push uh, up to 14,000 but didn't really manage to get that good grip above 14,000 ending the week at 14,052 points. So it's still not um, where we can see it's established above 14,000. So it's still testing this 14,000 level Um, Dow Jones which been doing good uh, very, very long, uh, managed uh, to gain 1.18% last week. So all in all, uh, I'm, if I remember correctly, I said last week uh, would be a volatile week. I think that was the headline of the podcast last week, that it would go a little bit up and a little bit down, and ending the week slightly in green, which it uh, did. For this week, uh, I think it will be a determined direction. Meaning that either the index will just go up and it will do fairly good, uh, or it will go down and it will do sadly such. I have this uh, feeling uh, that it will be either that it will be more like this week. It was one percent up. Uh, I believe that the change over this week will be more significant. It will be pro- probably around the three four percent range, either up or down. So where are we heading? Uh, that's the big, big question. We can look at a few um, other things before we try to answer that question. Um, last week, I said I thought oil will go down to $54. I've been uh, optimistic for oil for a very long time, had this target at 60 And I also mentioned that given the right conflict, it can hit uh, $100. Last week, I said that I thought that uh, oil would fall uh, back to the 54 level. No, nothing drastical. but then uh, United States um, published news uh, about um, low oil reserves and the oil uh, climbed just above 60, was traded, actually, I think around $64 at some point, ending the week uh, around $62. So it's trading right now at 62 uh, I was wrong last week. Um, about where uh, oil was was this external event pushing the oil price up but i still got this feeling that the oil price should go a little bit down so i'll stick to that uh, idea that uh, the oil has peaked for now and that it will go back to a more normal range you can follow oil news uh, on a lot of uh, different medias. we know that word slightly is uh, opening up again and that will uh, of course start to increase the consumption of oil which naturally should pump oil price up but we also know that production is increasing slightly despite OPEC saying that it isn't we know that um, the, the supply of oil is increasing but we just need one spark it could be the ukrainian uh, russia conflict which is brooming even more and more uh, i read in the news uh, this morning that uh, Russia now got more than 42,000 soldiers uh, on the um, East-Ukraine border. Uh, uh, Great Britain is sending two warships to the Black Sea. United States is also sending... Uh, so this can quickly escalate, and that could push oil prices very high. It could be a very bad mix for the stock market. I told you that before. Be aware of these major events, but something is brewing. Hopefully, nothing bad will happen. That will just be that... Uh, tension that we have seen before going up and down. But there are slightly signals that it, this might turn worse before it get better. Let's uh, hope uh, it will not, that it will just fade away. But you can keep it on your radar. The more important thing is the Treasury yield, the interest rate, It uh, because if interest rates increases, we see capital moving away from stock markets. Well, I got the good news for you this week. Um, 10-year Treasury yield actually was um, reduced last week. It fell uh, from being around 165. It's now at 157. That's a good thing for the stock market. And it might be uh, exactly what we need to get into that rally, which I think. So looking at these two things, the oil, uh, the Treasury yield, and looking at the market itself. It tested the 14,000 level. NASDAQ tested the 14,000 level several times last week. My gut feeling says that we will have a push above 14000 but this can go away either way, so don't uh, don't hold me responsible for that. Uh, because, as I said, I don't think it will be just moving sideways around 14000 I think it will either be good up or good down. And it might be, as I said, two weeks uh, ago, I think the title of the podcast, were are we heading into a rally? I think this is uh, what is about to happen. And then uh, there will be some good news uh, because last week as i will tell you when we get to my portfolio the penny stocks did very badly and i I have several portfolios but the portfolio that we follow in this podcast um, has a a high uh, number of uh, high risk stocks uh, penny stocks and they had an awful week last week Um, and uh, if we are heading into a rally i'm pretty sure that we will see a fantastic comeback for the penny stocks it doesn't have to happen these penny stocks are uh, at high risk that's the name of the game. And many of you uh, are into, for instance, uh, Sumerica. And as you will learn at the end of the portfolio, I even bought uh, Sumerica last week because I think there might be an upside. But remember this about the company like Sumerica. Well, it was traded up at 280 or 270 or something. It's now traded at 080, something, 86, 88. Uh, been falling extremely much. But, and it sounds much, it is much. But have a look at the chart one year ago, and you will see that Sumerica was a 10 cent company, traded at 10, 20 cent. Uh, So it's still extremely well-profit over the last year. And if you look at the fundamentals, which you should should do now and then, because it has to do with the risk, etc. Sumerica doesn't uh, make any money yet have still a very high value uh, so it all comes down to what the investors believe so there is no fundamental reason why uh, sumerica should uh, stay uh, at 86 no technical support before well there is from last year and that's the reason why i bought there are some uh, support at this uh, 80 level which i really think it will bounce off but um, uh, you can also argue that there is really no really good support before 50 and that Sumerica will just go straight to 50 cents. That chance is fair chance. The chance for it to bounce up is OK. So what ratio are we talking Well, My bet is 60-40 that it will go up. So it's not a good, good catch. I will sell my shares instantly if it doesn't follow um, up on what I believe that it will bounce um, up. Penny stocks can go uh, totally crazy. Last time, uh, Sumerica had a real rally. It went straight from one to almost uh, three dollars in just a few days. The same thing can happen again. It's about news. Last week, Sumerica pushed news um, about changing their distribution chain. They will go for the uh, distribute the, their, um, to form a product themselves. And uh, the market did not receive that message very well. Uh, I can fairly understand why it was not the best uh, kind of news uh, I seen to start stop uh, a fall. But uh, there is a rule in um, the exchanges, you cannot stay uh, too long under one dollar, then you actually can get into serious problems with delisting, etc. And usually, usually what we see with this uh, stock, uh, and that will account for diffusion pharmaceuticals as well, they start to push some random meaningless news, trying to just stop the fall and push the stock upwards. So I actually expect that from uh, Sumerica, that any day now we can have some strange news, either they added a board member or they did some changes and they tried to push news, hoping that this will push um, the stock price a little bit uh, up so it doesn't fall too far below $1. Because the um, other option, of course, is to do a reverse split, but that is the last thing you want right now you don't want Sumerica to, to do a reverse split and uh, start trading at eight nine dollar because then it can really fall uh, very heavily so we will just see what happens if we look uh, around the world we uh, used to do this i used to tell a little bit about the buy signals around the world well right now from more than thirty two thousand tickers 34 percent is giving buy signals so it's quite stable it's been uh, more or less the same level. It was 36 last week, so it's been around this level for some time now. Nothing nothing big, there is nothing scary, there is nothing indicating anything special. If you look at Nasdaq, there is slightly more interesting, because Nasdaq only got 28% buy signals from our system. And that is simply because most of the money, they are going to uh, major uh, value stocks like uh, Apple, Microsoft, etc and uh, away from penny stocks, they just keep falling. At stockinvest.us you can follow all these uh, signals and you will uh, be able to see uh, our backtracking, how we're following them, what we said last time, when did the signal change, how much have it changed in the period, and over the last few weeks, our system's been very negative to uh, most stocks. And uh, as I just said, well, if you look, except Microsoft and Apple, most of the stocks have uh, taken a fall, so only 28% buy signals uh, at Nasdaq. If we combine this with um, interest yield going down, Nasdaq testing the support at 14000 I think there is a good mix uh, for some heavy um, pushes on Nasdaq. But again i have to remember you it, uh, remind you it can go the other way when things are low like this it can get even worse and anyone who's been into some stock that think and you think that well it's down 10 today so we'll stop tomorrow just to see it fall another 10 the day after um, so anything uh, can happen new york stock exchange is still very high it's 47 buy signals frankfurt is also very high 47 buy signals um, Uh, Sorry, London, 47% buy signals. Frankfurt, a little bit uh, less, 38% in Frankfurt. If we go uh, to Asia, we can tell that Tokyo had had been falling over the last four weeks from 56%. Buy signals is now down to 32 So I think uh, also Tokyo eventually will uh, start to turn uh, out a little better. China, which have been very, very low, at the Chesson index in China. We measure around 2,000 stocks in Chesson. Is um uh, was very long around uh, 16 17, uh, 16 17. Pi single is now up at 25 and been around this level for some time. All in all, uh, except uh, New York Stock Exchange and London being a bit high, I don't see any really scary pictures uh, right now. And uh, for those who have followed my podcast, you remember I told you about Microsoft Apple, they were in falling trends, but if they manage to just go above previous high, you get into, you, the picture changes totally. And there's so many things like this uh, changing uh, to the better. So this week is truly a week uh, where we will know uh, a lot, lot of answers. If we are just heading back to a strong market or if it really is coming uh, to an end. Very, very exciting. There is this old selling. Sell in May and go away. Uh, Based on statistics, May usually is a very bad month. But it's still some weeks uh, left of April. And before that, we can easily get into a one, two, three week uh, rally in, for instance, Nasdaq. So it will be exciting to see. We will uh, jump... uh, forward to our uh, main analysis, uh, Apple, Microsoft, Tesla, Neo, Amazon and Bitcoin. We've been following these major uh, companies uh, for some time. I will soon change a little bit, try to make it a little bit more interesting uh, thing to watch. We don't have to uh, keep an eye on uh, six of them, we can reduce it to four, try to reduce the podcast to a few uh, not being so long usually they tend up to be 40 50 minutes long which is a little bit too long if you are in a hurry and trying to just be ahead of the markets last week i said i thought apple would end the week by friday at 133 dollars well it ended at 134 dollars that was very very spot uh, on it's hard to be exactly on the send. Uh I would say that was a good call um, on the Apple share. Looking at the the chart, uh, I can now tell that um, Apple is um, overbought. And this um, is a very good reason to believe that we will have a reaction down in Tesla. But good support at 133, later at 130, uh, and lots and lots of support at 125. It will just be a natural reaction just remember that uh, over the last two weeks apple been moving from 120 up to 134 uh, and uh, for those uh, who following you know that i bought uh, apple at this 120 level because i really thought it was possible to get 227 but i got even more than 127 so super uh, excited by that uh, good call myself Buy signal for long-term moving average, short-term moving average, in general, the picture is so much better than it has been uh, for many weeks. Uh, But right now, uh, it is time uh, for a natural reaction. I think it will happen no matter what, unless we get into some sort of crazy market, of course, that can happen. Um, Apple doesn't have history of uh, of being able to go long while being overbought on the relative uh, strength index it usually take a sharp turn down when it's uh, overbought so for this week I think that will happen I think that 134.50 was uh, high and that it now should head down to 126 so I'm gambling on a uh, fall this um, week and personally I will uh, sell uh, my Apple shares today market open uh, because I don't think uh, I don't think it will uh, be able to hold up. So I'll try to squeeze out that 130. It's still above my 127 level. Uh, given uh, if I get a good price, the, I find Apple to pick up on the support at 125. 100, could be 123 if it's uh, getting a little red which is a fair chance, I just might buy uh, back into Apple. But in general, it's also a little bit about reducing this overall risk when you really don't know where the market is going. If you have a good stomach, you gamble, you uh, go for um, for hardcore, you go for market going up. But what if you're wrong? Well, then it could cost you a lot. So uh, I'll... little caution until I really see NASDAQ get that advance above 14,000 which is needed. has to be at least 14,500 until we can say that uh, the 14,000 level is properly properly broken. In technical analysis we use uh, the level uh, 3% as a minimum uh, uh, and uh, usually it should be followed by volume. If we look at uh, Microsoft uh, Microsoft did better than I expected last week I said last week I thought uh, Microsoft will go to 248 well it ended the week at 260 dollars also Microsoft is um, overbought RSE uh, is 79 last time uh, it was uh, above 80 overbought uh, Microsoft fell from 244 to 226 so. $18 was the fall last time. I think we're into somewhat the same situation. Everything in the chart looks very well. It's golden star signal from uh, uh, March. Uh, buy signals from both short-term moving uh, and long-term moving average. But there is, uh, there is this uh, natural correction waiting. Overbought, uh, usually the stocks don't go very long and overbought these major stocks. Uh, still can do a few more days of course and head up to 265 that's possible but my uh, gut feeling tell me that uh, Microsoft will just have a natural reaction down first time it will find support at 255 later at 250 then 245 and I will uh, put my target at 245 uh, for the week Uh, as such that's where I believe microsoft uh, will end the week so both apple and microsoft i think is ready for a correction could start the week well but i don't think to end the week well and where does all uh, where do all this money go when people start to just uh, secure their profit well they might just flow into penny stocks that will uh, it will be very interesting uh, to see where it goes tesla is So hard to uh, tell anything about Tesla, uh, because it moves, it's a volatile share, very news-driven share, etc. Been slow little volume uh, for many months, but have started to pick up a little bit lately. Last week I said I believe Tesla will end the week at 720, well it ended the week at 739, so also there. A little bit better uh, than uh, expected. And uh, uh, for the Tesla investor, it's uh, somewhat good news because uh, when it was a, was a down at five hundred and sixty-three dollars, it was really heading uh, for down. Uh, even even worse could happen. It was oversold, so when we said uh, buy it at five sixty, it was uh, obvious that it should have a natural reaction up. Uh, but the most important thing is that the second bottom after this was higher. It was around $610. So it's moving with higher bottoms. And that is what you want to see. Buy signal, short-term moving average, long-term moving average. The uh, signal between the averages is also giving a buy signal. Relative instinct index is starting to get high. It's uh, 73 uh, right now. Not overbought, but heading into overbought. And... Uh, Compared to uh, Tesla and Microsoft, well, uh, Apple and Microsoft, well, Tesla have a history of being overbought, so it can handle this overbought situation very well. It's usually the time where Tesla really uh, do good. Volume is following the stock in a nice way. I like everything I see. Uh, Very good support at 700 and 650. These levels is fully packed of support. So I don't manage to see that Tesla should fall very hard. has to be some news little resistance up to the $800 mark so it just might be that Tesla will continue to push upwards to the $800 and the uh, the way the question is will it now hit uh, for a thousand dollars well it's looking much better than it has for a long time but we're still not that it has to go above 900 before you really can start talk about new all-time high for Tesla. Until then, it's just having a natural reaction up after falling uh, down. But right now, for this week, it really looks to me like uh, Tesla will be able to push up. Could take a slight dive to 700 before pushing up, but I think I will be as bold and put the target for Tesla this week for $800. uh, So, uh, expecting a good... uh, 8-9% 8-9% the increase for uh, Tesla this week will be interesting to see the other electrical company that we follow is NIO NIO has not been uh, doing good at all it's been if not hammered well it been held down for a very long time uh, and I've been waiting and waiting for uh, NIO to pick up NIO has support at uh, 35 it's uh, now has three bottoms at $35, so it's really, really pushing, uh, trying to push upwards. The volume is in a slight diversion, it's not the best uh, I've seen. It needs to get above $40 before things starts to uh, take off. But this week you will know uh, how this story will go because breaking below 35 and it could just fall straight to 25, there will be very little support down to 25 if 35 is broken. If it managed to push up, it needs um, a very good day. Uh, you want to see a uh, push upwards to 14 in just uh, one or two days and establish a base above 40. There is no uh, doubt in my mind that uh, these answers you will get very early in this week, maybe even today uh, or the latest tomorrow Where uh, what will happen with uh, NEO? And if uh, Tesla is doing good, well, uh, you expect NEO to do good but investors decide uh, what will be it has to be it has to be enough uh, investors believing in neo if you read the news around uh, so many people find neo uh, to be a good buy at current levels uh, and i totally agree i've been uh, too optimistic about neo for uh, some time now not been able to uh, push upwards But I will uh, also this week uh, remain uh, positive uh, and I will uh, have a target for $42 this week. Uh, So hard to say, Uh, you have to remember uh, also, like uh, I spoke about uh, Zoom. NIO, if you go one year ago, uh, one year back, well, NIO was uh, traded around $4. And now it's almost $40, so there is plenty of profit uh, in NEO, And many people uh, still sit with huge profits, uh, and they might decide to sell if they see that the risk is too high right now. So uh, anything can happen. Uh, it will be a gamble. If you look at the long-term chart, the chartists can argue that we see a head and shoulder formation forming, a negative head and shoulder formation forming. and. Uh, indicating that uh, we should see NEO down to the $20 mark in less than two months. As I said, we will uh, know shortly what will be the correct. Amazon, last week I said, I thought Amazon would end the week at 3,300. Uh, Amazon did uh, also a little better than that. These major stocks got uh, all the investments last week, ending the week at 3,399, pushing towards all-time high. Also, Amazon is um, overbought uh, and is currently at previous highs. uh, Also, Amazon doesn't have uh, a good history of being uh, overbought, but with so much support below today's level, I think it will just be a natural uh, correction. Uh, I believe uh, that during uh, this week, we will see a slight uh, fall in uh, Amazon, could be a few days, and then it will start to push um, upwards again. I will keep a target uh, for Amazon for 3,300 this week. It's, Nothing indicating major falls, uh, but we've seen this before. If the market gets very bad, which can happen? And again, I just remind you what I said when I started this podcast, that this week will either be very good or very bad. That's what I believe. Uh, We see that the major stocks, uh, Apple, Microsoft, and Amazon, is overbought. This indicates, uh, by all means, that we should see red markets because if these major uh, tech stocks fall, it will pull uh, the market as well and for sure the indexes because uh, not all companies are uh, measured in the index itself so but i think that we will see some of these money just flow into uh, other stocks but it will be so interesting to see uh, what uh, happens but in general uh, the idea is that the major stocks uh, will have a short correction could be a few days could be all week But they are in a very much better position than they they was just a few weeks ago where things were really starting to look bad. So overall, the market uh, looks a little better. We can get into this scenario where things start to look too good. We don't want uh, that either because when things are way too good, we can be uh, just ahead of a major market correction. But I don't think we are there yet. Could be we are building up for something. Uh, We will see. Can Bitcoin tell tell the story about what will happen? Well, uh, Bitcoin was pushing uh, upwards uh, to the 70,000 mark, was struggling with uh, the 60,000 mark. I told you if it breaks above 61, 62,000, it should start to push more faster. It broke 62, went straight up to 65. Uh, but then uh, fell uh, over the last week. is currently trading around Mm. uh, $56,000 and uh, it's doing um, this on increasing volume. That is actually not a very good uh, sign. It indicates that uh, a lot of people are taking profits in Bitcoin right now. The other bad thing is, of course, that being at 56, well, now 60 again is a new resistance level. So the upturn may not be as fast as the downturn. And it could be, uh, actually, since it struggles so much breaking 60,000 in a proper way that we are slightly heading towards uh, a top in Bitcoin. Uh, if that happens, we can have a much stronger correction downwards. I've been saying that uh, uh, Bitcoin uh, have been in a very very nice trend, so there is really nothing indicating anything major major right now. But the picture has slightly changed in last week as it broke all the way down to fifty six thousand dollars. So, but not much. It's uh, if you are too careful, you will say yes. It's indicating a possible uh, possible top at sixty-three thousand in the medium uh, chart. The other one will say it's just a total natural reaction that it will pick up from this level because the general trend is still good. Looking at the relative strength in index, it's uh, forty-three in the twelve-month chart. Last time Bitcoin was. A uh, low on the relative strength index it was 30 31 37 36 so it's 43 right now meaning it can fall a little bit more but every time it fell this deep it had a very nice correction upwards uh, later on so If we look uh, strictly at uh, this, try to use this history uh, as a pattern, uh, it's indicating that Bitcoin may even fall a little bit more before uh, picking up again. So it could fall all the way to 50 and then uh, start pick up and have a nice reaction upwards after that. For a week, uh, as such, uh, for so many weeks, I had $70,000 as target, well, it managed to get up to 64800 eight hundred intraday, that was the highest. Uh, right now, I don't see uh, Bitcoin going to 70000 simply because it struggled so much with 63000 So for this week, I will actually reduce my target uh, and... Um, have a end weekend target around $60,000. I think it will struggle a little bit uh, this week finding uh, the direction, but it might be, uh, it just might be that um, it needs this week to create a good fundament to try uh, push upwards. But uh, this week, as I said, I'm a little bit more negative than I have been for a long time. In terms of Bitcoin. But we are just speaking a week uh, ahead because the general picture is still indicating that Bitcoin will continue to push upwards. But anything that goes this well up usually will have a natural reaction down. And uh, I will not be surprised, I would not even say it's anything bad if Bitcoin falls the way to $45,000, $46,000. It will simply be a total natural reaction down course, the level 60,000 will be harder to breach. So uh, uh, neutral to slightly negative uh, uh, for Bitcoin this week. Don't expect very much from uh, Bitcoin. Getting to the last few uh, minutes of this podcast is uh, the portfolio. So what happened in the portfolio? Well, a lot of things happened in the portfolio last week. Uh, Let's start with the good thing. Uh, On the low-risk stocks, I have uh, Apple. I bought Apple at 120.50, some, don't remember, five, six weeks ago. Put in uh, quite much. Uh, I divide my portfolio in three parts, low, medium, and high-risk stocks, and I divide uh, how much money do I want to put into each of uh, these three uh, segments. And of course, I put the most money in low-risk stocks. For those who have followed me since I started this podcast and uh, since I start telling you about my uh, portfolio um, in Christmas knows that at some point I had 50% of my investments in low-risk stocks uh, simply because I didn't want to be too exposure. So uh, I got um, apples on five, six, uh, seven weeks ago. 120 had a personal target at 127. I said last week I thought it really would hit 127 that week and that uh, I would be super happy. Well, it went up to 134. So uh, what I'm doing is this uh, today, I'm going to sell uh, Apple uh, to secure the profit. I don't want to sit too highly exposed uh, in the market right now. I'm at around 57% uh, exposure in the market. I, I don't want to go that uh, high simply because market can go either way, either up or down. And in that in-between situation, I'd rather have a little uh, less exposure and go in if I see these things established, which I think might happen, then I will be quickly uh, in. Good profits in Apple so far, 11.33%. If I'm lucky, I will get out around 133, 134 today. We will see how uh, things will open in the market later in medium stocks uh, i bought uh, tencent music uh, at uh, 1885 uh, simply because uh, i think the fundamental reasons uh, are telling that it should go up i think the technical picture uh, is telling that it should go up but it hasn't managed to perform it's been held down held down but i'm in good faith with the tencent music uh, so far i'm in a loss of 4% 4.3 uh, to be exact We'll see if Tencent Music uh, uh, will do good this week, if this will be the week or not. But uh, as you will learn, I sold ukugan um, again last week, took a loss in ukugan again as well. I used top loss and this money, I actually added more shares into Tencent Music simply because I think uh, it is a good choice. For the high-risk stocks, uh, been performing a bad last week actually for several weeks they've been performing bad. My stop losses keep uh, kicking in every time a stop loss kick in. I do a decision should I just keep the money or should I just reinvest and accumulate a little bit more shares. Uh, same thing happened with the Diffusion Pharmaceutical this uh, week. It Again it was sold uh, on stop loss Diffusion Pharmaceutical ending the week at 70 cents. Uh, uh, Every time it gets this low, it goes straight up to $1. So I think it's a question just if. But uh, last week it was cut uh, on stop loss again. And I decided to only reinvest half of this uh, money. So, uh, But given all these uh, accumulation things that's been going on um, over the last few weeks. From January when I started, I still have... I bought this stock way before... uh, uh, way, way before uh, January, I bought them last year in May, uh, back in May, June at $0.44 and $0.51. So uh, I'm very good uh, position in Diffusion Pharmaceutical, but I decided to take profit for half of the shares uh, right now. But since I've been accumulating more shares uh, on these downfalls, uh, every time, and by that mean simply the stop loss is being triggered. Like last week, it was tri- uh, triggered around 83, I think, uh, and um, I let the stock fall a little bit more and reinvested the money it was sold for, and managed to accumulate a little bit more shares. So uh, I actually have uh, around, even though I sold uh, half of the shares, I have 70% of what I had in January. A little bit technical there, but maybe you get the point. Arbus is neither doing very well. It's 3.07, but I like uh, Arbus. It's uh, one of these biotech companies, which I think will do good in the future. Ending the week at 3.07, it's down 13% since Christmas. But again, for those who follow me, you know that I bought this stock at one thirty, So, so good profit in um, uh, Arbus still, so I'll still uh, stay. I think everything is natural. What we see is natural uh, reaction in uh, Arbus. Ur Energy has uh, been uh, with me for some time now. Bought at one, uh, bought at ninety-eight uh, cent. It's currently at one o seven. It's going a little bit up, a little bit down, but being quite, I would say, it's been quite stable during uh, these hard weeks for penny stocks uh, over the last week. Up nine point eighteen percent. No changes uh, in uh, UrG, again, and uh, so it will stay. Velocity Energy, these uh, pink stocks, these super high-risk stocks ending, ended the week at uh, $0.09. Cent and is so far down 15% since I bought it. It's just a super play. I'm totally ready to lose all my money. I just want to be in one of these pink stocks. So I selected uh, Velocity Energy because I think it can do uh, good. Uke again uh, was uh, cut short. It was cut short last week at 7 I was considering it's currently traded below six, I think. I was thinking about maybe accumulating more shares. But as I've been saying all this podcast, and I will repeat it a very last time, that I think markets will either go very well or very bad. Uh, So I simply decided, well, I will not uh, take too high exposure in penny stocks because if market goes very bad, well, penny stocks get hammered much more than uh, other stocks. So I took the Okiegel money, uh, I took the loss like a man in hook again and uh, reinvested in uh, Tencent music, bought more shares in Tencent music. So it was just shifting, uh, shifting a little bit uh, portfolio. Diffusion uh, Pharmaceuticals, which I sold, uh, sold and reinvested half of it. Well, the 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 other half I just put into the bank. So it's waiting for good buying opportunities. All in all, uh, it was a bad week for the portfolio, not the best. I was hoping for much more, but the money never flowed into penny stocks last week. They were flowing, still flowing to the high tech companies, the big value tech companies. So that was the end uh, of uh, this podcast, this week's podcast, a little bit longer than uh, expected. I hope uh, the sound quality is a little bit better. We are improving, upgrading, some studio equipment and uh, really hope that pays out. We'll continue to do that to get the the level of quality to where it should be. I hope you will have a green, green week. Uh, I remind you that uh, two weeks ago I made a podcast with Jerry Tandler, this mental coach, talking a little bit about how emotions affect your trading. If you haven't listened to it, um, I would advise you just uh, spend that time. Listen to what he says. He's a smart guy. He knows a little bit uh, about these things, how emotion gets into your way, making you doing either good decisions or very bad. And for new investors, it's usually more the bad decision, staying too long in stocks that uh, fall or going in too early. Either way, have a good week. I hope you will make uh, lots and lots of green and we will speak again next week. Bye.